to Queen's University in Canada, and I studied computer science and math. Okay, so one quick question, though. Did you actually enjoy or want to do what you were doing? That's a good question. Yeah, so, like, I remember out of high school, I I wasn't really sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I was, like, kind of, I mean, I don't know. I feel like it was hard at the time because we were so young, and I just didn't really know what I wanted to do. Yeah, and so I remember. it. Yeah. And so I remember at the time I applied to a bunch of different schools. Like I applied to some schools for engineering, some schools for business. Mm-hmm. And like it was, yeah, like I waited for all the offers and then ended up choosing this one. And honestly, I have no regrets about it. But at the time, mm-hmm. I remember thinking like, I have no idea what I want to do. So. Uh-huh. And so how do you, when did you kind of get to the point where you realized that that was what you wanted to do? Like when was like that moment? Yeah, so I actually like I have like yeah, that like moment. some some people don't, <laughs> but like it's cool to hear if people have that moment. So I remember like pretty vividly, I was downstairs in my house, and I was just like I wasn't doing anything crazy. I was just like on my computer, like on Facebook, and I was like I sent a message on Facebook to someone. I don't remember uh, who, but I was literally thinking to myself, I was like, bro, like how the fuck is it that I'm typing on this keyboard and that's translating into thing on the screen and then this thing on the screen yeah, is yeah, sending yeah. a message to this yeah, person. I started like tweaking out. Yeah, I was yeah. like, I want to understand this. <laughs> so that was my moment. Uh-huh. And bro, so like that's so vivid though. I feel like some people it's just like, it's something that clicks over time, but like to have a specific moment I think is cool because the, mm-hmm. you, then you truly realize and it's almost like a 360, right? Like you completely shift the way you think about it, right? Because yeah. then, then the want is there. Like maybe you were lost and you were like, okay, <clears throat> this is what I think I want to do, but you're not sure until you try it or until you realize like somehow, right? Yeah, exactly. And the thing is, like, it's like I still have sometimes that feeling of like I don't really know. But at the end of the day, it's like I, I took the avenue and explored something that I thought was interesting. And I, I feel like now, like the biggest thing that I got out of my degree um, was that I feel like I can try to understand anything that I want. Because I like I know where to start if I want to yeah. understand how like thing X works. I I know like how to start and on I, my own and figure I, it out. I think the process is like always the most essential part, right? Because oh, then yeah. you can break down mm-hmm. anything, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. So is that what you were kind of doing? Like you, yeah. you had an internship, right? Or like a, yeah. Are they going to give you a job after school or what? So I could, but I'm like personally not really interested in uh-huh. that company, but. Um, it was kind of weird because like, I'm not going to lie. Like it was, (laughs) it was, it was a weird experience because it was my first like real job and Mm. it was supposed to be in person, but then obviously it was during COVID. So I wasn't actually planning on, I wasn't planning on doing it. And then I was planning on just doing my four years of school Yeah. and then COVID hit. And then some of my friends were like, Oh, I'm going to actually get a job and work for a year. So I don't have to do online school because that was really, really bad. And I was like, yeah, that's a good idea. And, um, it's actually crazy because I started applying for jobs like through my school mm-hmm. and I applied to like 50 jobs. Um, and the, like I heard back from these guys like almost immediately and I got yeah. an interview like the next day. Dude, you know what the thing is too, with the recruiting process through the school, they yeah. look at students more because they want to kind of, exactly. it's almost Retain like build. Them. Yeah. And it's almost like building them up for a future mm-hmm. with the company. Right. Mm-hmm. But Definitely. what, what company was that? I don't even remember. So, so it's a company called Canaxis. It's I don't know how well known they are. It's pretty small. I think they well, I mean now it's decently big. I think they have like around a thousand employees mm-hmm. and they do um supply chain management. Okay. So it's like a software solution to supply chain management. But yeah. I didn't really do any of 
the supply chain managing. I just so so did what other were stuff. what were you actually doing? If you don't mind. Yeah, so that's a good question. So <laughs> my my job title was called um, integration technologies, like basically backend developer. Yeah. So for people who aren't familiar with that, it's basically just integrating all the parts of your product that like need to bring data from one place to another place. So for example, if you have like a database that stores a bunch of like client data, and then your supply chain product has to use that data to make calculations, like working on all the protocols that bring data from one place to another making sure it's encrypted for the right clients and shit mm. like that and just i, I mean I, I worked on a like a bunch of different things it was kind of like the team i was on was called integration mm-hmm. and integration is just so how many people making were sure team? things so it was it was about eight okay about eight yeah so that's, that's actually a decent sized team for something like that mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. um what like was your work more coordinated with them or was it just yeah more individual so yeah so what we had it was like it was actually really interesting so every morning at 10 a.m we had like a, a meeting and that's pretty typical in, in tech team companies yeah yeah, team yeah, yeah yeah and so the way like our team worked is that we use this tool called jira a lot of people mm-hmm. who are in software are oh, familiar yeah. with it yeah and it's like basically it was just like think of like a big post-it board with a bunch of things that have to be done uh-huh. and then like, like every morning almost right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, like this product needs to be fixed. Like there's a problem here. Like this and our manager and the lead developers would put all the errors or they'd be passed down by like higher up or like if there were anything that come up, they'd let our managers know. And then yeah, yeah. basically every day, like when you're not working on something, you just go to the board and you grab something and you say, like, hey, I'm working on this now. Oh, okay, okay. So it's like basically there's just a they dump a list of tasks on you, right? And it's up to you guys to divvy it up and get everything done, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And every task has like specified like this is what we need for it to be like classified as done. Like this is mm-hmm. what Yeah, the like there's certain requirements, right? You can't mm-hmm. just like okay. But and and obviously it gets background checked probably by the group itself, right? In the group meeting or someone just overall is quality checking everything or no? Yeah, basically like in order to add something to the board, you like I couldn't really do it. Yeah, like yeah. You, you like the managers uh, do upper, it they know what's management. going on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, or like the like the senior developers cuz they know what the problems are and they get told yeah, like yeah. oh like this is what we this, need to be doing this, like yeah, our team needs yeah. this this this. So yeah, our team was kind of the team that like every other team goes to to like not just fix stuff but like because basically the way it worked is like every team works on their own like software components, but our job was to make sure they all worked together. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah. And so I we, think it's cool how they let you have the freedom of like, okay, this mm-hmm. task just, it just needs to get done. Right. And I think that's exactly. the best concept, right. Is when something just needs to get done and it's almost free will, right. People willingly do it. Right. Yeah. It becomes a thing where it's like, okay, there's no requirements on me. So I'll just do it to get it done. Exactly. Right. And choosing what you want to do, like, because you had a board from things you wanted to choose. So if you were more interested in doing like front end stuff, like uh-huh. sometimes we did have to do some front end like, and UI it, stuff. And you want and you want to do it on almost one, exactly. right? And it's yeah. that that infrastructure like probably yields the most results. Like mm-hmm. always. That's why it's used in so many different fucking companies, right? Yeah. That's the goal. Yeah. That's the end goal to have people satisfied Engage. and yeah, yeah. And, and satisfied and happy to work for you. Because then that's when you get the best work and the exactly. most work. That's huge, yeah. And it was interesting because I got to see a lot of like how companies adapted to work being remote and like increasing productivity and making sure like employees are happy people, and all that. Pe- and that was and, and people are still doing their job too, right? Because yeah. a lot of what was happening during COVID was people were getting, I guess, a little bit more lenient, right? Because you have mm-hmm. the, the comfort of your 
you're working from home and shit like that. Like, but if there's things that are still outlined that needed to be done, you have to get it done, right? Yeah. And I just found that like, th- like people were just so much more understanding that like we're human. Like, yeah. Oh, like yeah. I have to go do my laundry. Like I have to go on a walk. Like it's it was totally chill, and my company was really good with that. Yeah, and I, I think a, a little bit of that transition to online for that period of time made people kind of a little bit more rooted. And another thing is like I think it's it's really hard because a lot of people now I feel like are less likely to listen to that part of themselves that are like saying like this is what I'm really interested in because I feel like the the kind of the, the, the no, system it, that everyone's kind of told to do is oh. it kind of kills creativity and oh, no, aspect. I, I completely agree with you and I, I think that right now people tend to just do the degree just to get to like to get it you yeah. know and it, or or it's money or just to get the degree so they can get a job and get, start getting more money right but there is a certain niche amount of people who actually do something that they love and they go to school for that and i think those people they always get some form of success maybe it's not like getting rich or getting famous or whatever right but they get success like to themselves and i think that's the greatest success right because then you yeah. see how passionate and how interested and how in love they are with what they want to do right yeah yeah and that my usually, biggest that usually pres- like my bad i didn't mean to interrupt no no no, 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 no you're good it, yeah, it go. usually it usually yields the best results as well because you yeah. actually want to do it exactly yeah like my my biggest like goal i guess for right now is being able to make a, a job out of like a passion or something that i i look forward to doing because i can tell you like my my job i was that wasn't the case like it was it was waking up it was like oh god okay because, well, I have- because you don't realize when you're in school you're like okay like this oh this is what school is this is like it's gonna be fun and shit as soon as you get in the real workplace you're like holy fuck <laughs> yeah. yeah this is what real life is damn this shit fucking yeah. sucks you know what i'm saying yeah. and it it's something that if you're not doing on the side like what you're trying to do there was a great quote that someone had told me right or not a quote a statement but they said that during the week right most people work five days a week right saturday sunday they have off right five days a week they're working their job right they stay the same right the weekend most people think to just you know take off rest take it easy yeah but if you're not using that free time or utilizing it to build your dream or to figure out what your dream is right during the week you don't have time or you have the excuse of like oh i'm busy and then you're tired right and it's keep it it's just like a cycle it's like you just keep making excuses you keep putting these things off because you don't Mm -hmm. and most people like it it has to be something that drives right because you can have motivation for like one day and be like okay yeah i want to go do this let's go let's go to the gym for one day right and then yeah. after that they're not consistent they don't see any results immediately and they're like oh fuck this there's no point right yeah and it's yeah it goes further than motivation it has yeah. to be like a passion bro and it, it has and to be it it's drive right yeah exactly motivation is temporary but drive yeah. is consistent yeah. drive is what fucking pushes you every fucking day oh let's get in the fucking gym and eventually you start seeing the results and then it's something that's built into you. It's just automatic. It's like, okay, when am I going to the gym today? Not, oh, I don't have food or I don't have the proper circumstances to go to the gym. No, I'm going. Just when am I, I think, going? Yeah. I think the biggest predictor of just success is just what you do on the days where you don't feel like doing it. Oh, 100%. That is one of the fucking... 
I stand by that shit, right? Because that's yeah. discipline. That's what really truly makes you yeah. successful because it, it, it requires discipline, right? And I mean, you have to be yeah. okay with being uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. Because those are like actually like the, the moments where you feel uncomfortable is the moments where you grow the most as a person. Oh, you know, 100%. like even like when you're, when you're presenting something and you feel that little nervousness yeah, in your stomach, yeah, you're like, yeah. oh shit. Like, but like those are actually like public speaking. Like those are the moments where you like, become confident with yourself and you become you know like those those are the biggest moments of growth so i think like chasing that is really important and i think the best way that was ever explained to me about this was that as you're going about right you have a a plane right say you got glasses on right so you can only see this much like specific glasses so you can see a little bit further right you can only see this much it's like a locked Mm -hmm. locked view and as you learn from these moments, right, as you learn from moments that shape you, your perspective grows bigger, right? Because then you learn, okay, this is not, I was seeing exactly. it through one lens, but now I can see it through a bigger lens. Now I can see it through goggles, yeah. right? And you progress, you progress, and then now you're seeing it through a telescope. Now you're seeing it through a fucking drone above the earth. It, it's growth, right? Because 100%. And you get that growth by putting yourself in positions and, that you don't feel comfortable being yeah, yeah. in. And it's like a, for public speaking, like you were saying before, right? Say you're presenting, you, you get nervous when you present in front of a classroom full of like 20 people, right? Mm-hmm. But you have to understand like, okay, now what if I made public speaking in front of a group audience of a thousand people? right exactly. it's a different feeling right but yeah. when you're doing it consistently right if i was going and fucking talking to a group of a thousand people every week that would become my norm i would get used to it yeah right and then it becomes natural right it's what you're putting yourself in testing your limits and that is what makes you and that's what pushes you yeah yeah i agree and also like another thing i want to say is a lot of like the feelings that we feel is just really in our head. Like the ref- the world is a reflection of what goes on in your head. Like if oh. you're like, think of like professors, right? Like they, they teach to people every day in front of like hundreds, if not thousands of kids, but that's like just nothing to them. Cause it's just, you know, it's it, just their jobs and routines. It's, it's really all mental. And it's yeah. crazy how people don't really realize that. And they, they think that, um, by shying away, by running away from these problems that eventually they'll just solve themselves. That's not how things work, you know? It's just, it's comfort, bro. It's the biggest killer of everything yeah, is yeah. comfort. Yeah, and people get used to that, right? And it's almost like it's conditioned into us, right? Because we always seek comfort from day one, right? Like when your parents, right? Say your parents, like when you're a baby, right? If you make your parents mad, it, yeah. it's almost like you're about to die, and that's the only plane of vision we have yeah. at that moment in time because we're that young, right? But when we yeah. grow up, our, our vision expands, our vision <clears throat> expands, right? But what happens is we're conditioned from day one to make sure that we make people, other people happy, right? Yeah. Or like, it's almost like a people-pleasing thing. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And it, it, it roots us into this thing where it's like, okay, we're scared not to listen. Yeah. Like, you know, we're scared not to like follow all the right rules and what to do. Exactly. And we, we just need- take everything in. Yeah. We don't make our own path. Yeah, yeah. And it it's almost like you don't have any personal growth because you don't 
no, you're just, you've been going through a system, right? Yeah. Everything's just shoved down your throat. And that's how I felt about a lot of things in high school, yeah, middle yeah. school. It's almost like you don't have the free will or influence to go do what you want to do because that's how you're preconditioned. Yep. And, our, and our parents were the same way, right? That's why they have different <laughs> viewpoints than us and they're so strict on it in this previous generation, right? They, they're they strict on their ideas and, and that's how we're going to be. It's just social yeah. social cycle. Like, yeah. No, I think, it, I think it's fucking insane. And I would say probably the biggest thing is once people get out of school and they see how the real world is, that's when most people go through face. that. Yeah, they, that's when people get hit and they see the most growth in themselves, right? Like the yeah. 20s. 100%. Like that age point is like a big transition, right? Because you're becoming yeah. a real fucking grown adult. You have to deal with the real world. Like this shit fucking sucks, man. I hate to fucking break it yeah, to man. you, but this shit sucks. But yeah. it, it's all about how you take it and how you use it to benefit exactly. yourself, right? Yeah. And like the, your support system too, it's going to change through the years. And at the end of the day, the only thing that's constant is yourself. Mm -hmm. And you got to build from there instead mm -hmm. of relying outwards on, I mean, I'm not saying you shouldn't rely on people. Like the people who are there for you always keep them close. And that's very important, but it's just, I know like a lot of friends who just throughout the years, whether they're like the popular kids or whether they were just, you know, they were never good at being on their own. I think that's a really important thing that you have to learn at some point because Kids, for example, all through my college years, they were always with friends. They were never just on their own journey doing what yeah, they yeah. want to do. And now I feel like they're on they're at a point where everyone's just kind of left, gone on and graduated and they're just they don't really know what to do. And and I feel really bad for those people. Yeah. And yeah. it's a hard time. And no. uh, these are the years where you just figure it out and you just pave your path. Mm -hmm. And um I think there's a great fucking quote by Bruce Lee. It's like, wait, let me just look it up because I have to fucking say this. Yeah, yeah. It, it's about the people pleasing aspect, right? And there's a book on this as well, but I'll go into it after. Okay, it said, hoping the world is going to be nice with you for being a nice guy is like hoping that a tiger won't eat you for being vegetarian, right? And the reason why he said that, and I think, a little bit of the aspect is is that people always believe that you should be doing things for others like you'll see a lot of people like they believe their entire life is to do things for others right they never like even receive back sometimes too they just they give so much and they never receive back and they're wondering why right because it's something that's been conditioned into us and they use it almost as an escape, right? Because they don't want to feel the kickback, exactly. the social kickback. So they just start doing everything because they believe that's how their life should be lived. It should be just, mm -hmm. okay, everyone should be pleased in my life. And the thing is about that is you can never have enough. You can never please someone because it's constant change, right? It's exactly. from day to day. You can't please everyone every single day right it's impossible yeah. and it's yeah. an impossible chase and it's this loop that people go through it's a cycle that just traps it's a lot of people uh, they never yeah. they, and they never get out of it because they never sit down and are like what the fuck is the cause of this right they just live it and they continue living that cycle yeah i have a very close friend who is exactly like that and it it's really hard because i've been really trying to 
Yeah, I don't. Yeah, and they give him um, some. Yeah, right. And yeah, it it goes back to this, right? It's like, what is the root cause? Why do I act this way, and why do I maneuver situations this way? Right. Yeah, and it, it can go back to. And this is a lot of shit, right? Because a lot of people don't understand why they they act a certain way in public, right? Or maybe you have a bad relationship with your parents, so every time you're near your parents, it's like a trigger, right? Yeah. Triggers, right? What makes you act that way, right? And you have to think understanding, yeah. Looking within, a hundred percent, right? Because it's like once you determine okay, wait, why did I just act that way? And it's something that you have to be so conscious of because it's something that happens automatically, subconsciously, right? Yeah. And I I think it's just more so you notice the triggers, right? What is causing me to act this way, right? And then you go determine what the root cause is. And that's something that you just kind of have to let go, right? Because some of these things, they're going to stick with you, right? But you have to let go of it kind of move on from that trauma and to influence how you act in these next certain situations. And it's not something that just happens in one day. It's something that you have to be conscious of and thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. But eventually you can get over these things that are holding you back. Like you're wondering why you're socially anxious. Well, think, what is the root cause? Yeah. Why? And a lot of why people like, and this is going to come off as like very ignorant and I, I don't fully mean like I, I know that there's more nuance to this but at the end of the like okay some people experienced real trauma and I'm not denying that um, but a lot of people use trauma as like an excuse to be a certain way and I think that's really like you have to like you said you really have to look at yourself and say am I going to let this moment define me and how am I going to let it define me because 100%, I know 100% and yeah and I think that I agree with you, but I think that also there's some trauma that can be subconscious. Like it might have been from your, like even when you were a kid, right? Like when you were a kid and like you got lost at the grocery store, but it was traumatic for you at that time, Mm -hmm. right? Because that was how your plane was. People don't understand, like as you grow in time, right? Your field of view, psyche, and yeah, yeah, yeah. your field of view grows, right? So at that time, it could have been traumatic and it's something that's stuck with you subconsciously. So now, when you're out, you have to have someone with you or now you depend on someone to always be there constantly, right? And without that, you feel like the social conditions around you aren't enough for you to feel confident, right? But confident people don't need to feel confident, right? People who are happy, they don't need to feel happy. That's why you see a lot of this shit online, right? It's like all, I need to feel this way. How do I feel this way? Or how do I do this, right? Yeah, man. I honestly like. I'm I'm taking a break really from social media. I've been, I haven't really been. It's been actually. I've it's been a couple of years. I haven't really engaged with social media. I. It's just something like it's really. I think it's really really destructive. I, think I, I it's, agree with it's you. I think it's a great way. In a lot of ways. I think it's a great way to connect with people. But I think it most of the time it passes this little borderline where it's just useful to where it's like okay, it's destructive, like you said. Yeah. I think it's div- divided us more than it's connected us, especially like our generation. I think for like the generation of, like older than us, I think it's been really, really great. Well, that's like being that's able the, to call your parents, your family, yeah, yeah. FaceTiming, all that. Yeah. That's awesome. But see, now the thing is with 
how easy the flow of information is, mm-hmm. information can travel instantaneously to anywhere in the world. And now the yeah. world is slowly becoming more and more connected through that, right? Yeah. And now that's why you're seeing a lot of the divide because everyone is separated, right? Everyone doesn't know what to fucking follow, what to fucking support, what to do because they're confused. Yeah. And that, that, I'm not speaking for every single fucking like, person <laughs> on this planet. No. I'm just saying like the way social media is structured now that like there's a lot of misinformation as well, right? And yeah. I, it's just... Did you see that Joe Biden announced like a ministry of truth? Dude, have you ever read the, the book 1984? No, but I was going to. I was literally going to start reading it this he summer. I read it, another one of his books. So. Ministry of fucking truth, bro. It, it literally was in the book he, he had said um, something That's like wild. that was about to come true, right? Yeah. And it, it didn't actually end up, I don't think, sticking, right? Yeah. But it's still fucking crazy that that's what's needed now in this point in time right yeah. that we're in and uh, i used to just dude i'm not gonna lie i used to be like a bot cpu i would just like look at things and believe it immediately i'm like oh this is so true this is so true yeah. this is so true and then like i don't know what like changed my way of thinking but now i'll just sit there and every single thing i'm like doubting a little bit because a lot of shit is fake i'm sorry but a lot of shit is fucking fake out there everything almost like now at this point like on the internet like i don't Dude. i don't take things like at face value anymore like, uh-huh. i think there is something that elon musk said when he was talking to the twitter board right he tweeted out something that like a certain percentage of users on twitter like it was a crazy number right are not even real users there's only, like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> less than Lots, like yeah. some some number of people yeah, yeah. that are actually real people on that app and i was like yeah. what like it and it, it goes to show you like okay what like what is real and what is not then yeah it's crazy because i mean yeah because he's trying to i was actually watching this yesterday he's trying to call he's trying to buy twitter and the problem is that twitter declared in their um i forget what it's called but in their like official documentation basically they, they declared that 95 percent of users are real but <laughs> it's like that's uh, <laughs> like anybody who's had any experience on twitter knows that that's just not true yeah and it's yeah. like I'm pretty sure Elon tweeted something about it being like a, a certain percentage. I want to look it up. It's like minimum 20. Cause I, well, I, I, I was listening to him on, um, on the all in podcast yesterday, talking about, talking about that with like the CEO of Google and all that. And he was saying like, he's had like um, data analysts and he talked to a bunch of people who estimate the lower bound is at minimum 20%. That, or bots. That's, that is fucking insane. Yeah. And you got a lot it. of, you got to think yeah. how that's incorporated in also every other social media. Oh, yeah. Right? 100%. Yeah. That's, I don't know, that's crazy, but... People are out there just making bot accounts and... Well, because a lot of, like, most of Twitter's revenue is from affiliate marketing and mm-hmm. and things that, like, the, the common user doesn't care for. I mean... We're obviously like I mean we're we're just looking at Twitter right at the simple stake. We're just trying to look at tweets and shit. Like we're oh, stuff. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, like it's not like really looking at for products, right? And now you now you see like how other companies are slowly rolling out these things where they're trying to put advertisements and everything, right? Because that generates the most fucking revenue exactly. because it's constant, right? They can keep pushing it, keep the pushing internet. it, keep pushing it. Right. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure Netflix is trying to add fucking some advertisements to their program and same with Yeah. HBO yeah, yeah. and shit like you know what they do because 
this is what all the business mottos are now is that everything is free but they show ads yeah like constantly you know what i'm saying and it's like almost pushing this society where it's like everything is everything is advertisement everything is trying to sell like everyone is trying to sell you something right and i i think that's just kind of capitalist society as well at least in the united states right everyone yeah. is looking to just free markets bro yeah <laughs> i love it we, we should talk about economics on another time that'd be, yeah. That'd be awesome. yeah yeah we but could bro we should dude the thing is like so what i've learned from my like computer science background is like the amount of websites that use google ads and facebook ads and it's actually crazy because like mm-hmm. those two companies have built um profiles of you based on everything you've oh, done oh yeah yeah and the amount i mean yeah and and it's crazy because like the 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 data of for example like I, my cousin she was taking a course in france uh-huh. on like online marketing and she told me the statistic i don't know if this is true but she told me that some websites are willing to pay up to two euros to know whether or not you're pregnant like if you're expecting because they know that like the probability of marketing something that's going to be purchased to cover that price and make profit is worth it it. is worth it that is so fucking insane how crazy is that dude that's how detailed our marketing is now right it's every single fucking analytic they have you broken down to the t now yeah right? dude they if know you, your political if, affiliation if you've they know been everything. on the internet everything yeah. is broken down about you already that's why dude sometimes you'll see like you'll just talk about something you'll be like bro i want that taco place right i shit you not be on see fucking on instagram bro i see yeah. fucking taco literally, fucking advertisements literally. and shit it's like they know a lot it's of a- shit they do because you're putting it on the internet like so what are you yeah. what are you expecting right it's out there it's um it's actually really interesting because like part of my program we have to take an ethics course mm-hmm. in in fourth year and it's where we talk about all this stuff and like for example there's a lot of people don't know this but like there's a bunch of browsers that that you that don't use cookies and don't track your data and don't uh, like i mean Duck it's and exactly yeah. yeah exactly but the problem it's tricky man because it's like at the same time it's it's kind of nice that like Google knows what to advertise you because like it, it's targeted like, that yeah. way you get what you want. That's what exactly. I'm saying. They're just trying to push to you what you want, but it's like, it's still kind of like people feel like it's like this breach of like invasion of privacy and, and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? There's a but, lot of ethical questions. Yeah. It's, a lot, it's hard, man. A lot. It's complicated. And, and it's a very fine line as well because it's like, and the tech is developed. Way. Yeah, and and the thing is that the problem is that the technology is being developed way faster than the law and the, the like. Oh, dude, yeah, the old yeah. people in Congress who make these laws, they don't know what the fuck's <laughs> going on. <laughs> like, because if if they actually truly understood, they would realize the severity of the entire fucking situation, right? Yeah, and that's why now, like for example, I've I've been really interested in crypto for a long time now. That's why they bring, like for example, all the the big exchanges, the the owners of all them to come testify in Congress because they, they have no idea what's going on. The yeah, lawmakers, yeah. they need no, these they people wanna to understand. They want to be educated. They, they're yeah. trying to get educated because like, yeah. they don't have any background, right? And that's a good thing. No, I really and, like that they're doing and, that. And I, I think that's a good thing as well, right? But it it's just scary because you know that the people who are making laws, especially because the way the world's moving, like uh, a lot of businesses are going online. A lot of like the exchange of ideas and goods are now online. And so uh-huh. to see that there's there's like legal lag and yeah, yeah. It, there's because there shouldn't be because then i like at the slow like residual fucking um kind of ploy to actually get into it right once you they actually get into it then 
by that time it's already kind of too late because the damage is somewhat done. Yeah. And there's and so it, much bureaucratic deadlock. I yeah. don't know about the US, but in uh-huh. Canada, man, like for anything, like anything that needs to be done, it'll take fucking months <laughs> yeah. and months and yeah. months of just like back and he forth, has to approve this, then yeah. he has to go back to this person. Yeah. And it's just it's just terrible. And I, I think a lot of the fucking systems need like a complete fucking because the I think it's just our societies are kind of grown out of the way it's been built. You know, it, it it's almost getting to the point where it's like change needs to happen. Otherwise, it'll never fucking happen, right? Because it's been yeah. trying to happen for years. And, and that's the thing, right? If no one pushes it, then it's never going to fucking happen because it's just... That's the thing, yeah. And people have all the tools now, especially with computers. Like you oh, can, 100%. You can yeah. do everything. You can almost do everything just with a computer and an oh, internet connection. Yeah. And people don't realize how fucking... It's like, it goes back to that point of view thing, right? When you're like in something, you don't realize how like many possibilities, how many things you could do with it because you're living in that one perspective. You're yeah. not seeing it for everything it could be, right? Yeah. And that goes for <clears throat> that goes for every single situation that you're in ever, right? Yeah. Because if you're sitting there and you're seeing it from one point of view, one perspective, then if you were on a different plane, if you saw it from a different point of view, you would have attacked it differently or you would have done something differently, right? But you don't because everyone's so locked into this. It's like this main character point of view, right? Everyone is the main character in their own story, right? And there might be a side character next to them and another side character next to them, right? But everyone is just focused on them, right? If they were sitting in a room full of fucking people, right? Like a thousand people. At that point, yeah. they're probably in their head thinking about things about them. Oh, maybe this room is too hot, or maybe oh, the circumstances aren't right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But they're not thinking about oh, what what if? What can I learn dude, from these people? Yeah. What if fucking Elon Musk was in the back of the crowd, but I'm so focused in my head and fucking waiting for this guy to come up and speak to us that I yeah. don't even notice it. And it, yeah. that's why taking a step back sometimes is like the greatest thing because then you can see it for all that it is, right? And you're not judging something for just based off raw emotion that that's a lot of things that people do wrong is immediately reacting with emotion and that's something that i struggled with because i just oh get, yeah i get pissed off like i don't play with no yeah. bullshit because i can see but like i feel like i can see what you're about to do like or i can yeah. see your intention you know what i'm saying yeah so if i judge it to be bad then i'm immediately gonna like push up on you that's how i am right but yeah yeah i realize that in certain situations that put me out of at a fault right it put me behind because then i acted in a rash way and i didn't think about it and now i have repercussions right and i think that's just something that you need to work on too yeah for sure i think um another thing that i think is really important advice to anybody that might be listening to this at any point is like especially when you're young always challenge yourself like i know i like challenge your ideas challenge your opinions like i have too many friends who are just rooted in what they think yeah. and it's kind of like shaky when you try to push and push something you try to, because they're so stuck on that ideal like they they don't want to yeah. fold on it they don't want to even like give it a chance because they think because there's there's honestly i think it's more respectable to be able to say hey you know maybe like i was wrong about this oh like, I'm 121 because people have some sense of pride of an ego to the yeah fact that, ego like, ego they've been sticking to yeah yeah, yeah. And they, they hold on to this concept of their ego, right? 
like what what things can attack their ego and that goes back to the thing i was saying earlier about the triggers right when things attack your ego then you get triggered and you act in a certain way right and then it goes back to like what the fuck is the root cause why do i act that way yeah i think one of the things i'm trying to change is the connection that i have between being wrong and being ashamed i think like accepting that you were wrong about something is actually like very important especially at this point because this is the times where we need to be challenging what we know and where oh. we think we know oh, yeah constantly i mean i'm i'm not gonna know thing like uh, what i say now i might just look back at this like, like two years from now and be like i was really stupid about that and that's the whole point it's like mm-hmm. until i'm like you know 50 60 it, like it goes back to opening your viewpoint and you only do that by pushing yourself and pushing to grow right and conscientious yeah and you have to it's active like you have to active active thinking right because otherwise these things that you do the way you act it's been so reinforced you've been so conditioned that it's just subconscious the way you act and the way you get triggered and the way things affect you there's reasons there's root causes but it's just something that's so hidden deep or maybe you don't even want to fucking go there like you it's something that you don't even want to touch you know but it's something you don't even want to touch right and I think a lot of people fucking struggle with that where they're like, dude, I don't want my ego to be attacked or I don't want to be hit with the reality or the truth. Yeah. And then that's when you see people using other things to escape that, whether it be any vice, right? Gaming, doing drugs, smoking, drinking, whatever, right? But a lot of people do that to escape. Yeah. To escape what? And and that's the real question that you have to ask yourself, I believe, at all times is why and what why i think that one of the biggest things and this kind of yeah exactly i I think and that relates to like one big thing that i've really really realized and come to terms with over the last couple of years and it's that it's it's really 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 important to be okay with being alone at this point because a lot of people like i know a lot of people for example like some friends of mine who just over the last like eight years, they've always just happened to be in relationships. Like and when, like they're oh, they not just, single they for just more jump. than like they they hop they just from jump. relationship to relationship because they need someone. That was how I yeah. was. I'll yeah. tell you because that's exactly how I was. Would jump mm-hmm. from relationship relationship because I always felt like the need to have someone by my side or the need to because you don't need to be alone. Yeah, yeah, and it, because when you're truly alone, that's when everything hits you. It's scary, right? and that's why people you'll see right. When they come back home, oh, la, 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 I'm about to turn on my music or I'm about to distract myself. I'm going to go on my phone or I'm going to play some video games so I never have to sit alone by myself and actually fucking think about my fucking life. That is how they're fucking programmed and they just do this shit constant cycle. And I do too. And it's a constant thing I need to break out of, but not in terms of, I mean, in terms of distractions, but Mm -hmm. some people find the distraction in other people and some people find the distraction in other things. Regardless of what it is, right? It's still... A distraction. A distraction, yeah. If you're looking at it at that point, it's a distraction, right? And and that's why being alone, and this is also another thing with that, right? Is social validation, bro. That's why people, a lot of people do the things that they do. It's always social fucking validation. And you want to hear something is that what people don't realize is that no person, nobody, no, no person can ultimately approve or disapprove of you. Why? Yes. Raw, raw truth, right? Why? Yeah. Because they don't have all the information. Not even exactly. your family, not anyone close to you, not mm. some random person on the street, not your friend, not your best friend, not your lover, nobody, right? Because they don't have all the information. 
Exactly. So their assumption is immediately wrong. So that is why no one can approve or disapprove of you, right? And when you realize that fact, then you start, when people start doing these like challenges, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, let me go be social anxiety yeah. challenge where I go out and um, do some weird shit in public so I get used to like, you get that sense of freedom because you do yeah. it for a moment, but it's momentary. And that's why no yeah. one ever truly grows from those things, right? Because it all goes back to, yes, determine what the root cause is and why I'm acting that way. And then yeah. figure out a way to get rid of it or let go. Social fucking validation, man. That shit is just fucking insane to me. And it's, it's ingrained in all of us, right? Because Yeah, 100%. How we're preconditioned think, with the parents and shit. But continue. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> You're good. I, I, just, I remember somebody once told me like, the only common denominator between you and everything you experience is you. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> nobody, nobody can know like what's going. Like the the only person that you can judge is yourself. Yeah, and, yeah. and the only person that you should let judge you is yourself. And it's obviously, yourself. like close, yeah. because nobody knows what you've experienced and how yeah. you've experienced and what's been going on. And like obviously, the closer you are with someone, the closer their judgment impacts you, and that's normal. And but, you know what's so crazy? It's such a hard back to realize i don't like it's like something it you can it know is. it's so easy but it's yeah it's so easy to say but it's like something that like even though i'm conscious of it i still do because it's yeah. so fucking ingrained you don't yeah. want to fucking feel uncomfortable so you do things either social validation or do other things to get that feeling yeah and that's a lot, a lot of the reason why like, I don't really go on Instagram anymore. I don't post anything. I don't feel the need to post anything because the people who I care about and who I want to update my life on, they reach out to me. Yeah, and, 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 like, and you don't have to worry about that, right? Yeah. Because that's another thing that people worry about. They, this is the huge thing with social media. Everyone wants to put out an image of themselves, Exactly. Right? And it's not even really almost like a, a real persona. It's like almost like a shadow image, right? It's it like is. what you're putting out, what you're showing to the world, right? But it's what you wish you were. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, literally though. It's like yeah. almost like people are like putting out this image of what they want to be, but yeah, in the background, it could be something 360, right? By and definition, it is what you want to be perceived as. That's why you have people photoshopping themselves, editing themselves, you know, making themselves look like the best version of themselves because yeah. it's the way they want to be portrayed. But mm -hmm. you got to realize, like, you got to you got to portray yourself for yourself yeah and, and that and that's not even a real picture too if like you know what i'm saying like it's not the real real picture of yourself it's so right? fucked it's not but the it's, real it's crazy but dude now we have like fucking like eight nine-year-olds on instagram looking at these people oh, and thinking like now everyone got the fucking dude kids nowadays just i remember when i grew up bro i didn't like there's no problem dude, with have kids having kids having phone i think just kids should get at a certain age right yeah. because when you're yeah. open to a whole world this is a whole different thing right when you're open to a whole world of openings and you can literally do anything because it goes back to the internet right yeah. you can literally do fucking anything with the internet anything yeah. right and you're opening up that world of possibilities to people that aren't fully mature enough to understand they're impressionable yeah, yeah. and it, they it can form a person slates. it can form a person it can influence them for the rest of their lives it it it's something that is just so changing that it's been being adopted to younger kids now, right? Dude, yeah, like, and even myself, like, I'm, I'm not gonna lie, like, a large, large reason I, I think I have, I mean, I'm not gonna blame it on social media because ultimately it's, it's myself, but I think like social media has caused a lot of 
my insecurities that I, oh. I mean, I, I still have to some extent, mm-hmm. but and, and I, probably social, like social settings as well. But that's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a combination of those two. Right. Yeah. And that ultimately, and it's crazy, right? Those situations and those things ultimately form you to the person that you are today. Right. And I agree. And, but the thing is like, like, if it was like a real scenario that makes you insecure, I think that's like, that's okay because it's normal to be like insecure. And yeah, those are normal is, emotions. Yeah. What's crazy to me is the fact that some people out there getting affected by things that are being shown on social media that are not authentic. And that's like a big problem because you're, you're creating these feelings of insecurity it, that come from things that back, aren't real. It goes back to the misinformation thing, right? Because yeah. what do you know is true and what do you know is false like you don't know right yeah and it, it everything is always up in air and that the only way to prove something to be true is if it's backed up by fact and like most things on the internet nowadays aren't backed up by any fucking facts or real and people truth. don't think either people and don't think that's, that's what it, i told you right it goes back to like how i was feeling where i'd just be like oh i believe that oh yeah. someone saved a homeless person gave him one million dollars oh i believe that that's so crazy i'm a double tap yeah scroll to the next one. Oh my god i could win a million dollars let me double yeah. that let me get in that giveaway it's yeah. like shit like that where it's like you just literally are almost like a cpu just believe everything that's put in front of you you don't even think to doubt for a second to even like have another opinion of yourself because that's how social norms are right you just whether it's peer pressure the either it's for social validation it's one of those things where it's like okay you just act the way you're acting because you're not even doing it it's just subconscious it's it's really dangerous yeah it's just like an echo chamber of just never-ending agendas that i mean i'm not going to go as far as to say like things are pushed on social media but it's very unclear like what motivates something being showed more than another thing and it leads to people just having their priorities just completely the other way around. Like uh. things like, I mean, I don't know if you take like, for example, the whole Ukraine situation, I think mm-hmm. it's terrible for, I, I have friends from Ukraine and I think that's yeah. really bad. I think people are clear. people like people who go out of the way to like post about it every day. And it's just like, dude, there's, there's people like you did not give a fuck about this. Like if, if it wasn't for like so many people put on like this fake, um, big persona that they care yeah, so much about like oh on. yeah we support this because it's like a group thing it's like everyone yeah. should be doing this and like you'll see it like on every fucking okay i'm not gonna say like <laughs> that but like, like, bro, like and you don't have, don't have drinking water in michigan like, yeah they just, just like like bro but the, it gets like it almost gets like covered up because then what's yeah. the next biggest thing oh this yeah. this takes over the attention of mine and and everyone's attention span is so limited yeah. right and yeah. they just focus on this little thing that's right in front of them they don't but i realize, changed my profile picture yeah yeah but i changed my <laughs> profile picture like it's like shit like that where it's like okay maybe if you took a step back you could realize what is actually going on in the world around you yeah and it dude it's like there was some number out there right but i think our attention spans like if you don't get our attention within the first like three seconds you won't have it and if it's like yeah you, it, once you get it you have like a minute to convince them and once you have their attention <laughs> yeah, exactly. for a minute you can have it for three minutes right that's why you see now what are the biggest apps yeah. what what is every literally. app started incorporating? literally yeah. it's insane it's, it's short as videos tiktok one of the biggest fucking apps right now right fucking couple second videos right yeah. because they can 
people can actually watch it. They can sit there and watch it. Otherwise, like if you go on YouTube and you you look at a 15 minute video, most people shy away. Like if it's like a different crazy, piece of content bro. because they don't want to sit there and watch 15 minutes or they might sit there and watch five minutes and just tap off the video, right? TikTok, me, man. it's like 20, 20 second videos, one minute videos and shit. Yeah. People will sit there and watch it and just, that's why the app is so addicting. It's like every every little aspect of it, you wouldn't think, right? But they have this down to science where it's like, oh, they, do. they make it the easy to scroll. They, yeah. they want to they keep you hooked. They measure dopamine release. Yeah, they want you to keep you hooked for as long as fucking possible, bro. And you see after TikTok had success with it, all these companies, they start incorporating like Instagram got reels now, like those little yeah, short dude, YouTube shorts, YouTube shorts, like everyone once a feature starts working, they're like, oh, we got to incorporate yeah, this. Man. That's how that's how that fucking market is. They just dude, I don't bounce off each other. I don't fuck with TikTok though. Like personally, bro, that that shit was so sus to me right from the beginning. We can get into that another time. But bro, yeah. like, TikTok, China. Oh, it's, that uh, whole yeah, bro, whole dude. Like, it's actually that, yeah. it's actually fucked, bro. Did you know that, like, in China, like the like the quote? I'm gonna say the algorithm, just for lack of a better yeah, word, but like yeah. it promotes like science videos and things that are actually interesting. But like in the U.S., it promotes like uh, degeneracy, pretty much, like well, just uh, dancing and just yeah, like, cause yeah, dude, because it's, it's a Chinese company. It's owned by China. It's it's literally a psychological operation. Too. Yeah, it it oh that ass because it's it's a form of control. You can, it is. dude. This is the craziest thing about social media. You can influence someone's life like very easily and not just one bro it's millions millions not even That's millions billions, billions bro yeah bro but like fucking insane yeah but um so i don't really fuck with tiktok and a lot of social media anymore but i i, I understand the trap that like yeah. a lot of people are in but it takes a while to just like think and be like this is not it yeah. man like kind of how i use it i kind of utilize it I, I know I waste some amount of time and I kind of get sucked into the norm, but I try yeah. to use it because it, I think it is a cool concept, right? That you oh, can 100%. connect with any person across the fucking world instantaneously. <clears throat> and I think Discord, for example, is Discord really, is, really awesome. Discord's amazing, right? Because it's yeah. a little hub where you can do, and it's like the way better version of Skype, bro. I remember yeah. back, way, yeah. way back when I was like a kid gaming and boop, I wanted to play boop, with, boop, bro, boop, play with my boop, friends. Boop, yeah, boop. literally, bro. It's like <laughs> fucking jokes. It's like, I used to sit on Skype. The emojis, bro. Time. And the Skype emojis. Oh my God. That Tumbleweed. Start, bro. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah and man. I would use that because that was like the best form of communication. And then TeamSpeak came out and it was like, okay, like IP. They just made it kind of, dude, you see the, best products are always like the simplest like yeah. look how simple discord is right that's why the yeah. most people use it right because it's easy for the masses to just same as apple and, bro and use it iphones right? and apple iphones it's like older people can sleek. use it because it's so sleek and easy like they make it easy like it's easy mm -hmm. access and that's what kind of sells it right and that's what usually the best products are what i learned too in comp like some people can do like really really cool intricate like projects but if it's not intuitive to the average user oh 100 it's worthless yeah, yeah. because it, it just won't go anywhere yeah. it won't garnish anything just, yeah exactly that was a fucking <laughs> pity bro let's go